Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Well, Stromer, you're in O-Town this week, Orlando. What are we talking about in this episode? Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. We got such hot episode talk. We got how do you deal with a glass terrarium style room and make it efficient? Hot electrical talk, wiring a ceiling fan with or without a heater. It's all it's all here. Drainage again. Hot drainage. We get into all that. First, there's Geico. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with Geico. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use Geico mobile app. And 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. Hey, guys, Jay Cutler. Started a new podcast called Uncut with Jay Cutler. Most of you know me from the NFL. Some of you have seen me on Instagram. And some of you know me from the reality TV world. Each week, I'm taking you along with me as we discuss football, trending topics, and whatever's going on in my life each week. I'm bringing along people that are special in my life. Former teammates, friends, and some new people that I like and respect. That's what you're supposed to do, right? Podcasting? I think I'm doing this right. Can't wait to get started with you. Go subscribe now. Uncut with Jay Cutler. Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, and Spotify. Or wherever you get your podcasts. is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let Ace show you how. Ace on the house. Yeah, 
get it on. Got to get it on. No choice. We're going to mend it. Get on. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Ace on the House. Stromer's remote. Where are you, Stromer? Uh, I'm in O-Town, home of the boy band. Mm-hmm. What you doing in O-Town? Wait, is that well, Orlando? Mr. Yeah. Uh, Yes, yes, sir. Yeah, I mean, uh, my son is playing in this top 100 camp, so we're uh, we're here doing that. He's got a couple of three more games. That is top 100 in the nation. Yes, it is, young man. Yes, it is. Oh my God! He's pretty, he, it's pretty intense. It's an, it's put on by the NBA, and you know they had like drug counselors in there saying, "This one guy was like, yeah, I I was Mr. Kentucky." Went to the University of Kentucky, played on the Celtics, and then ended up in Lexington in jail watching highlights of myself on ESPN because I literally lost everything to drug addiction. And, like, it was incredible. Like, they had such great talks and people that have been through hell and what to look for in that career if you're so lucky to get involved in it. And it's a really well-done program put on by, um, uh, what's his name, John, John Lucas. Do they have uh, rankings? Like they have the top 100, but there's got to be number 23 and number two and number one. Yeah, 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 they do that, yeah. I mean, but that's that's from all these different media sources that kind of throw stuff together. Wow, what an exciting time. And most of those guys... Those guys, those guys always say, you know, most of the guys in the NBA say that they were never McDonald's All-Americans. None of them were ranked. None of them were expected to do anything. It's like you got to watch for who peaks faster because they have man bodies already. It's, it's really like a weird science. You start to learn the way people look and how they're perceived by the NBA versus parents. Well, you know? I was talking to my son and uh, Luka Doncic or however you say his name. Um, yeah, my son told me he was very much into it. Um, my son said that, uh, I think he went in the second round, number 42 or something of the second round. Now he's a top three NBA player right now. So you, you can't, man, you can't always tell. And it's the same with the NFL. They, they just can't it is, and, and it's, yeah, it's the, it seems to be the, uh, you know, the mentality as much as anything, you know, it's really interesting. And, and Luca boy, the, the Europeans train on another level cause they don't have the athleticism, but they've got the court IQ that's so beyond everybody else. It's, it's obvious, right? They just know how to play basketball. Um, all right, so uh, that's what you're doing in O-Town. We have questions, video questions. Luca was picked in the third round, so says uh, no, Gary. third overall. Oh, well, what the fuck was Sonny? Who was he talking about then? Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah other, Luca's a bad man. super tall European dude the, who has a similar-ish name. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe he just fired it off, and I thought he was talking about Luca, but he was talking about yeah. somebody else. But e- either, either way, uh, all right. Point not made. Here we go. We got uh, vid questions, Gary. <laughs> no, now I want to figure this NBA thing out. Well, here's here was the clue. Here was the clue. He said during his pick, um, they cut away to a Taco Bell commercial. Yeah, that was Nikola Jokic. 
Nikola oh, Jokic. Jokic. Oh, that's maybe. right. Jokic. I, yeah. I don't know how you pronounce it, but that I know I've seen the meme of that cutaway where they're doing the fucking Taco Bell thing. All right. He went 42nd in the second round, I guess. And his He went 41st overall in round two, correct? Okay, 40 41st overall in round two. So at least we got some clarity and uh evidently is now a premier player. So oh, that's the ball yeah. yeah okay so there there now yeah. point point remade point remade i feel better now do you yes. guys want to do a video yes. question yes let's do a video question. yeah hell okay. yeah i do sorry i had to get that resolved all right hey guys get it on 50 years old renting to own don't know much about taking care of the house long time listener i love your show thanks for all you do here's my video question it's wet behind the house on a slab they did put in one drain, but it doesn't do the trick. It's not always like this unless it's raining. Uh, I'd like to have something attractive, but this is glorified mud, and I'm concerned about the water. Oh, I'm concerned about the water around the uh, garage. Uh, one sec here. We're enabling sharing for the Zoom, and then I'm going to put this video up for you guys. Uh, there was a, when I was growing up, there's a lot of renting to own. I don't know what that means today. When I was a kid, you could rent to own TV sets or toasters or something. Remember Rent-A-Wheel? You could rent to own rims back in the uh, early, like yes. late 90s, early 2000s. I do, and they're very Jewish clientele. <laughs> I don't know what's funny about that. Yeah, that it doesn't seem like a sound investment. I will bet you most people who rented rims also had some uh, child support payments that were they're overdue in, and I, I feel like one should prioritize at that point, but okay. All right, let's look at the vid. It's muddy back here. Mm-hmm. Water accumulates in the rain, and you can see the crack there, and um, yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. It's, that's the air conditioner. It goes down a pipe, and the pipe goes out here. And where the pipe drains, you can see where it's wet. And when you mow the lawn there, it's a mess. Mm. Back here around the other side of the house, it's a gushy mess. Yeah, gushy mess. And I'm wondering, can I put pea gravel in, or can I do that Arizona kind of placement you were, you were talking about? You know, I don't know how to make it drain. I guess I need some drainage tips. I don't know how to make a video either. Um, I can't record my voice unless I've got a video clip. So here's a picture. Here's the video of my dog, Louie. Thanks so Louis. much, guys. Take care. Thank you. And listen, uh, God bless you. Listen, Gucci mess is, is all that I got out of that call, and that's all I ever, ever, I'm ever going to need again. He, he went 39 overall in the second round. He's a, he's a Yugoslavian player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gushy mess. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I feel like half our questions involve drainage, and I'm not totally qualified to answer those because I'm a Southern California guy, and we just don't have those kind of issues over here. Um, I would say here's kind of my take. There's two ways we can address the gushy mess. Either we do a fantastic job of drainage, which I'm not counting on, or we just put the decomposed gravel down and, and, and whatever, or the, the, the pebbles or the whatever, and then you can walk on something that is wet that's not a gushy mess because it is, in fact, gravel. Yeah, and if you say gushy mess one more time, I'm going to throw myself out of the window. I won't say it again. <laughs> But I would say to you that 
I would like him to put weed screed down and throw gravel or DG. Uh, and then to your point and his, if you do like a three or four inch base of that stuff and dig some of that soil out, at least it's permeable. You won't get weeds. It'll stay dry to walking and it will not puddle as uh, it won't be likely to puddle as much as with the gushy mess mud. Agreed. All right. Uh, what else we got, Gary? Well, we're waiting on some phone calls. And I would all, wait, 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 Gary. I would also say make sure that the AC condensation line is targeted right to the drain and not just approximating and hoping that it's going to then get into the drain by getting into the soil, which it won't. That's the problem. It just it's saturated. It's probably clay body soil. It's not draining enough. It's got to go right into the drain. Agreed. All right. What else, Gary? Well, we are waiting on a phone call to come in from our phone screener. But in the meantime, I have an email picture that has no pictures or email question that has no pictures to go with it. Hey, Ace Man. Hey, Stroman. Yeah. Get it on. I was wanting your opinion concerning sawhorses. Shame Matt's not here. I'm going to be doing some projects around the house. I don't want to cut lumber on the ground, Uh so I was wanting sawhorses. Should I build a set or should I buy a set? If I build them, what's the most sturdy way to do it? And do you want to use screws so it can be disassembled or just use some nails? Or just get the plastic set from Lowe's? Love the show, guys. I've learned so much. Thanks in advance. Robert in Dallas, Texas. Well, I come from an era where guys built the sawhorses. Um, I yep. I don't I wouldn't nail anything these days. I would screw everything. Really everything. Yeah. Um it's really it, it's it's not necessarily because the screw's that much more effective. It's more like when you fuck up, you can back it out, which seems to happen yeah. with some frequency even with the uh, experienced uh, carpenters like myself. That all being said, I'd get the Lowe's pop open with the little tray in the bottom. They're black with the yellow on top. You know, set your saw depth so you don't marm up too much or cut them in half. But uh, there's no reason, unless there's some kind of point of pride, to make your own sawhorses in this modern era. They, they stack, they fold, you know, they, they, they fold up to two inches thick. You can throw them against the wall and pull yeah. your car in the garage. They have that kind of useful little tray in between at the bottom, you know, for you to throw your, throw your screws. That, that's the, that's the condom tray that uh, you refer to. That's right. Uh, and <laughs> they, they have, sawhorse or they had uh, you know like sawhorse kits where there was just kind of the metal yeah. flange that the two by four went into and it folded and i don't know by the time you do that just buy the plastic ones right stromer yeah i've had plastic ones and then i've had the pre-built i think they're burrow they're called wood ones yeah, yeah. which i think are way better they support a tremendous amount of weight. If you're cutting heavy things like a beam, I would use the wood the wood ones that do stack. Uh, I have done the ones where you clip in the two-by-fours into the bracket. You get a couple of those. Those seem to be okay, but they, they're a little wonky because yes. the metal starts to you know, no, Stromer, move and change on you. Stromer's 100% correct, which is if you're, if you're kind of doing it for a living – or you're serious about it, or you or you have a large project to do, I would say you need a set of the black and yellow foldable ones for 
uh, many applications, and you need the burrow ones, the uh, pre-made wood ones with the wood gusset that you could throw a glue lamp beam on and cut that way. Yeah. 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 All right. So it just depends on the application. Your, Your point, the plastic ones are great for stackability and portability. If you don't have to go over 200 pounds, I think they're fine. Yeah, there must be some rating on those. But, yeah, if you got to cut a, uh, you know, 6 by 12 glue lamb beam, don't do it on that one. All right, right. Let's talk to Oscar, 41, Oklahoma. Oscar? Uh, hi, it's Austin, like in Texas, Austin, Texas. Oh, Austin. All right. Screen set. Hi, Oscar. Oscar. Yeah. What's going on? Hey, how's it going? Uh, so I, w- I just wanted to real quick say I agree with your screws versus nails because when I put up a fence and you got pickets and you want to take those pickets off after a while because they start to curl, um, mm-hmm. it's so much easier to replace those pickets when you have screws because, like you said, you can just they just come right out versus nails where you're prying them and you're breaking stuff. So I agree with that. So anyway, uh, I have a project me and my wife wanted to do upstairs we have a two-story the second floor is all one big room with a bathroom but there's no door leading up there and we want to put a sliding door or a regular door if we can but we just don't know how to do that at the top of stairs and if that is actually a safety problem how big is that opening at the top of the stairs it's like a just a normal it's a it can fit a normal barn door and and i know that's not really saying much but I don't have measurements. I'm sorry, but it's, it's, it's slightly larger than a regular doorway, but the top to the ceiling, you know, there's nothing. Yeah. So we'd have to put something there for the, from the ceiling, um, down to yeah. the door. All right. And so that's you, why I was you, thinking you're, maybe you're lighting sa- door. You're, yeah. Yeah. You're saying about, uh, four feet wide at the top. At the top, yes, about four feet, I'd say. You know, it's a thing I I oftentimes do, but I don't think other people do it. You know, you can kind of just go, well, how big is this opening? If you lay down in that opening with your feet touch and your head touch, or would there be extra room? You know, if you're about six foot tall, how how would that work out? And that's a way that people can kind of guesstimate. Um, all Sorry. right. Well, yeah. let's just say it's four, six if, feet. If tall. I walk through the door with my, my fists on my hips and my elbows out and I just, I can, I could walk through that doorway without touching my elbows to the front. All right, buddy, this that ain't, helps. this ain't project runway. We, let's get back. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> back I, I, I did care. I did. I did picture a catwalk. I know. I, you being he did say that. <laughs> you being sassy is neither here nor there as it pertains to this question. I'm a little. T- I'm a little teapot. <laughs> That's right. He's short and he's stout. All right. Now, I'm now picturing what I just uh, the picture I just gave you guys, and uh, yeah, I just no, it's it. good. It's provocative. All as, long, right. as long as one he as long as one toe isn't up on the heel and your hands are on your hips. <laughs> saying like come on guys then it's okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah no one would want to follow me upstairs if i didn't start doing that a uh, a conventional all right calm down stromer a conventional <laughs> a conventional door is always easier than a pocket door uh it, it doesn't sound like you quite have enough room for a pocket door i mean they're smaller pocket doors but 
Remember, a pocket door is going to be whatever size door you go, 32, 30, 28. You know, you're not going to go full 36. And then you have to double that. And then you have to add a few more inches for, Mm -hmm. you know. So uh, a conventional door is is fine there. Um, 32 inches seems about right. 36 is more the exterior size. Um, you can get pre pre hung, pre swung, pre mortised, you know, pre drilled stuff. Um, you can get the frame and just sort of frame to it, you know, ceiling wise, wall to wall. You know, it's it's pretty pretty basic stuff. And then just hit it with drywall and you know put the casing on and take the base and turn the corner with it. it it's it's pretty straightforward. I I would definitely find a pre-hung, pre-swung, pre-primed, pre-drilled for a knob, hardware, and what what have you. I, I would get it all pre-whatevered and then, you know, fr- put it in place or, you know, measure it and do all that stuff and just kind of frame down to it. Okay, yeah. And and do you have and do you have enough room for it to swing in or are there like dormers that you have to contend with on, on the ceiling? Once you're up on that top level. No. no, there is room for it to swing as long as I have it swing into the room. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Good question, Stromer, because uh, if, it's, if there's no clearance issues, then we're, we're fine. Uh, you know, pick a right. door, mm-hmm. pick a door that sort of matches the architecture of the house. Uh, you plan on doing this yourself? I was, if it's easy enough to do with my knowledge. <laughs> so. That's well, it, out, it, it is it is good. This is another one of those kind of screw applications because uh, it's just so much easier <laughs> to undo things. Um, you know, you're going to mm-hmm. need shims. You're going to need two by four. You know, it just when you know when you set that door, make sure the door is closed and you just work that reveal all the way around the door, closed, latched. <laughs> and work about an eighth of an inch of daylight between the door and the jam with shims all the way around it. Don't don't frame it. Oh, okay. Don't frame it too tight to the jam. You you want a little yeah. shim you want a little shim play there, you know? And also yeah. make sure that you shim make yeah. make sure you screw through your shims. Don't screw between courses of shims. Because yeah, then know. the door frame sucks into the yeah, be very careful about sucking through there, and also if you're going to screw through the shims, do a pilot hole so the shim doesn't just crack open. And, and God, also yeah, counter pre- signal like screw. What'd you say? I was just asking. You mean uh, pre-drill it? Like do a pre-drill first, and then that way, whenever I screw it, it won't push it. Yeah, hard. I mean you can pre-drill it first. Um. Uh, you can counter and, and countersink it. Yeah, but but be careful about the okay. countersink. I mean, here's what I've found: those jams are usually pine or dug fir. Uh, a screw will sort of countersink itself. It'll suck in a little yeah. below a little below the surface. Yeah. The problem with the countersinking is guys get a little happy with the countersinking, and next thing you know, the <laughs> screw sucks up, and there's a quarter inch divot there and then you put spackle over it and it just sinks in and it experiment around a little i I have found that if you do a pilot hole 
and you're doing it on pine or something like that, that screw will just countersink itself just a sixteenth of an inch, you know? Yeah, I, yeah, I know exactly yeah. what you're saying because you can feel it pulling from your drill when you do it right. You can feel the screw actually pulling from your drill. Right, but you yeah, also want to exactly make sure you're shimmed properly because it will suck that jam in. Okay. All right, good. All right, guys. Good and then, and then, you, and then you'll be able to... I didn't, also, I didn't know if I would or not, but I did. Also, I learned something. Hold on. He learned something. <laughs> Stromer, you went right over our compliment. Austin said he learned something. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I did want Austin to make sure he looks at the shadow line before he drywalls around and to make sure that the reveal on the door is all even and parallel. You, you explain that to him, Adam. Yeah. Yeah, well, it, it's okay. a little counterintuitive. I think I think a lot of people think, Oh, if I'm going to hang a door in a jam, I should take the door off and hang the jam, you know, put a level on it, get it all plumb and everything, and then I'll put the door on. No, no. Leave the door on, swing the door shut, latch the door, shim it up, check your margins all the way around, make sure the action of the door is good, it swings and it latches correctly, Mm -hmm. and gravity doesn't pull it open when it's not latched and things of that nature. Leaving that yeah. door in there is your template. That's your that's your guide. You'll know if you suck to keeps screw up square. too hard. Yeah, and it keeps it it keeps yeah. it square. Yeah. All right, Godspeed, you, Austin. Hey, thanks a lot. I really did learn something. Don't get mad, get better. That's All my right. philosophy. Thanks, guys. All right, don't get mad, get better. Good philosophy. I agree. All right, we'll take a quick Good break. Philosophy. More questions right after this. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. All right, uh, Gary, what else do we have in the question department? Well, we have an email question here. Let me uh, throw up the photo for you guys, and then I'll read you the question. Uh, It says, hey, Ace and Stromer, enjoyed the discussion on installing a handrail, especially since I use the same approach for a similar problem. I wanted to install dual handrails as as my mom got older and still needed to use the stairs to the basement. In this case, it was uh, a concrete block wall, left side in the picture, but I had the same concern about fasteners such as plastic screw inserts or even tapcons working loose over time. So just as Adam suggested, I mounted a run of one by in order to screw into. I used concrete anchors counterboard the bolt holes, bondoed the counterboard to make sure to make a smooth surface, but not before a generous application of construction adhesive. Above the level of the block wall, the upstairs wall steps outboard, with, which presented a puzzle, hence the new old post up at the top. Thanks for the great insight, construction and otherwise. Todd, 63, South Dakota. 
Yeah, I would have done, uh, the only thing I would have done differently, according to the pictures I'm looking at, and, uh, you know, basically the philosophy is, is if you've got a block wall or if you've got drywall with metal studs in it, you've got to hang a big TV set with an articulating arm on it, um, you can't really go straight to the surface. You have to put down a piece of one by or some, something to attach, then, then attach the railing or the articulating TV arm to that, and that'll solve your problem. Uh, and we're looking at it, and a piece of one by six, paint it up, blah, blah, blah. I only thing I would have done differently is probably not done cement an- anchors. I probably would have done tap cons just because it's a little faster and easier and they work, work real well. Uh, and then the other thing I would have done was uh, I would definitely take a router and have put an edge on that one by just to gussy yeah. it up a little it, bit. It takes it takes it takes it from you know looking like a piece of one by to something that's a finished piece, right? Just a little different. Well, when it's when it's straight one by six or whatever you use, it'll end up looking like what it is, which is why does that yeah. piece there? And the answer is to screw the railing to. Take a chamfer bit, right. possibly a Roman OG bit, put an edge on that bad boy. And uh, then paint it, then mount it. Then it looks like you did it on purpose. But this still looks great. God bless. And uh, it'll it'll definitely work. I'm I'm slightly concerned, though, that the dog is going to jump up on the mom when she finally gets up the stairs in the photo and then throw her, send her backwards down the stairs. I'm worried. Yeah, a lot of dogs represented in this episode. And I wonder, yeah. is, it, is it that people are proud of their dogs or their dog just want to know what's going on with you taking a picture of the staircase? Yeah. But very majestic <laughs> standing atop the staircase. All right, Gary, what else we got? We got another email here. Uh, no picture with this one. It says, Ace Man, Stromer, get it on. I'm moving into a home in Salt Lake City that has two bathrooms with no vent fans. They do have windows for ventilation, but it is so cold there that most of the year I'm not going to want to have the window open. Installing the box fan in the ceiling shouldn't be hard, but I've never ran wire down the wall to the light switch. I really don't think this warrants needing an electrician, though. My thought was to disconnect the current wire to the switch, tie a string to it, and pull back up into the ceiling. From there, hopefully, I can tape the new existing wires together and pull the string back down to feed both wires back to the switch. Is this too complicated? I want the fan power to be independent of the lights if possible. Do they make light switches that allow for that without also having to expand the size of the switch box? I feel there may be simpler solutions, but I just don't have the experience. Sorry for the long question. I welcome as many suggestions that you can throw at me. Thanks for your help. Get it on. Wolf Wolf KC Peters. He didn't say what year the house was. Correct. Um, All right. So... If you have conduit running down to the box, uh, you can pull more wires through the conduit, but you're going to need a fish tape for that, not a string. If it's a newer house, it's probably got Romex or something running over there. Um, I guess he's planning on using Romex. Um, They have a sort of triple gang uh, switch, which I have. I put a fart fan in my bathroom too and uh i will say this with the with the fart fan um step up to the one that has the heater in it as well because uh, there's nothing better than kicking the heater on 
waiting 10 minutes and then taking a shower and feeling all that hot air blowing down on you as you step out of the shower. Very satisfying. And uh, again, if yes, you're, you're going to go with a new unit, go another, you know, 40 bucks and get the one with the heating coil in it. So, you know, my triple gang switch one and they're stacked on top of each other. Uh, one, one will be, and they're like rocker switches, you know, stacked one, two, three toward the ceiling. One will be for the light. One will be for the fan and one will be for the heater. So you'll, uh, you'll have those three options. Uh, you know, as far as dropping the string down, uh, there's usually a fire block in there somewhere and it's, yeah, there's a double plate on the top usually. So it's sort of a pain in the ass. Well, traditionally, there's a double stack two by four on the top, and then there's my, and then there's right. a fire block mid wall that the Correct. that the box, the electrical box, is beneath. So the right. the problem the, the so, string can be tough. You can use a fish line too, and maybe thread it through the fire block and through the through the, the fish tape. I I don't know. Twenty five bucks, thirty bucks. You get one of those things. You know, it's 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 twenty five footer or something. It has a kind of crank on it, a piece of kind of flat, flexible steel with a hook on the end. It, it's probably it would probably make this job a lot easier. Easier a fish tape. Yeah. Now, if you if you can't get it though, you could open the bay up. And cut the drywall out, and then just punch a hole in the ceiling, and get a. You got to have a whole hog, or a right angle drill to get in there and drill through the fire block, and then the double plate on the top. Sometimes you can chisel out, you know, the the edge of the two two by fours flat on the top, and then you got to put a plate over that so you don't screw through the the wire and stuff if you're putting drywall back, and it's not. A horrible job, but if you don't do a lot of drywall, it could be a pain in the ass. And if you're doing that, then maybe just drop 250 bucks and have the electrician install it. You know, that's a lot of time. You know, it's a lot of time. Well, I guess he has to open up the ceiling to put the fart fan in, or maybe there's an existing. Correct. Yeah, yeah. And if there there isn't an existing space for the fart fan, you're going to have to block the ceiling. And to do that, you got to run two by fours going the other, you know, perpendicular to the joist in the ceiling. So you're going to have to open up a bigger space than you think. So now we're talking about a little ceiling drywall coming off the center where the fart fan's going to go a little drywall coming on the corner where the double the fire block is and and the plates on the top so it's a two and a half three day fix of drywall with drying time right yeah i'm i look my feeling is is this is not going to be as delicate an operation with you dropping string down a hole as you probably think i think you're going to have to remove some drywall um now the good news is is they have good patches now prefab patches you know those sheet metal yeah. with the, with the yeah. fiber fiberglass tape on the them mesh yeah. yeah yeah so you know get get a couple of those you know six by six inch or whatever and yeah. and kind of go look I don't really want to make a hole that's bigger than the patch will cover because then you start getting into blocking and 
you got to buy a sheet of drywall and you know, or a chunk of drywall. I think they sell remnants now, by the way. But right. the point right. the point is this: get the patch, size the patch up, um, and and just remember, there's a double top plate at the ceiling, and there's a fire block somewhere in the bay, and you're going to have to contend with both those, as well as Stromer's right. And if and and. And to your point, Adam, if you do want to try the fish tape method, don't waste any time. Get get that device you're talking about because it's rigid. It's got the ability to poke through a conduit and move wire around and also at the same time tie new wire on and push with some rigidity. Don't waste your time with the, with the line. It's going to take five hours. You're talking about the string? Yeah, the string's yeah. not. Yeah, that's. I don't know. What's a, what's a fish tape at Home Depot? Probably twenty five, twenty five bucks. That, that's a, what I was uh, guessing for something footer. decent. You know, I guess they're twenty, twenty footers, twenty five, and they probably make a few different sizes. But this guy needs right. a. This guy, all this guy needs is a ten footer, or or what have you, and that that'll do it. But and then, uh, hey, yeah. Hey, Adam, let me ask you a question. On those ceiling fans with heaters, do they require a, a, a circuit dedicated? No. No, they don't. I mean. They'll, they'll I, just do the 110 deal? I can't remember. Yeah, no. Uh, it's a good question. I I didn't do it. I just I just pulled off the existing, you know, light that was up there. It's, yeah. it's, it's a draw. It's not that big a draw. It's, I kick it on. It's not like the lights dim or anything or a blow breaker or anything like that. So a good question, but not necessary. Um, okay. all right. What, uh, Gary, there's a fish tape for 29 bucks. Yeah. If you want a 20 footer, they're about 29 bucks. And then, you know, you can get up to 200 foot and then you're talking about, you know, is a 20 footer, the short one. That's the shorter one on here. You know, there's a bunch of 100 footers, 120s, 265, 60, uh, 240. So All right. So I was about right. I said 25 bucks, 30 bucks, 20 footer. All right. So this yeah. get, get one of those. That, I, makes, that makes all the difference. It'll yeah. be the best 30 bucks you ever spend in your life. All right. Let's do, uh, let's do another, Gary. All right. Let's see here. We have another email. This one does have some pictures. So I will throw those up on your screen here mm-hmm. when i find them uh let's see here the question says just bought my first home haven't moved in yet there's a sunroom attached to the kitchen divided by a sliding door uh i'm sorry i'm trying to get these pictures up here for you guys okay. all right uh there is a sunroom attached to the kitchen by divided by a sliding door the sunroom is in rough shape and what i'd like to do is turn it into a sunroom slash breakfast milk i was thinking about getting rid of the sliding doors and the glass montessori and putting in french doors and a couple of skylights gary we call them freedom doors i'm just reading what this communist wrote well Um, what if he wrote gary needs to kill his parents tonight would you do it I'm like Ron. Bur- I'm like Ron Burgundy there, Ace Man. I get it, but it's the same difference. <laughs> These people can test it out. You write it down on the email. I'm going to read it on the air. Kill okay. the girl. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, I'd like to know what you guys would do. Not looking to burn a hole in the wallet. These are pictures from when I did my first walkthrough. The seller was a slob. Ryan B, 33 years old, Long Island, New York. Go fuck yourself, San Diego. Uh, thank you. Um, Seller's a slob. I'm very, in, I'm always interested in that, you know, like 
they're guys who like what if you go to enough car auctions you'll see some cars and some of them will have like yeah. leaves on the floorboard and it's like yeah, get the fucking shop vac out and uh, hit it with the california duster before you put it out, out on display and if you're going to walk someone through a house I don't know what the neighborhood is, but, you know, in, in this modern era, the house is 350 grand bottom. You know, that's the bottom. Maybe it's 700. It, 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 tidy up. Tidy up a little bit. Yeah. A little vacuuming. That's all. All right. So he's got this <laughs> sort of add on sunroom kind of aluminum glass, whatever, that it was just kind of added on he wants to get rid of the slider glass doors and put a freedom door in there yeah, what else did he want to do gary uh let's see rid of the sliding doors and the glass monstrosity i think i said montessori last time that's uh, what confused me and yeah. putting french doors and a couple of skylights oh, okay so he wants to he wants to get rid of the whole prefab thing and and build it out and put uh, put French doors there and, and, and frame yeah, but, the whole thing. But out. Yeah. Adam, I wouldn't put any doors there. If you're going to make it a real room, just make it an opening. It would look so much better. You don't need doors. It'll close it down. Is it possible? What are you going to like? Cone it? Yeah. Is it possible he's talking about this slider that we're looking at on the outside of the sunroom itself, as opposed to the one from the house? Because there's two sliders. You yeah, see here. he said it was going from the house to the kitchen. Or the kit, the sunroom to the kitchen. I think initially. All right, let's just here it is. It's got a lot of light. Yeah. It's got a lot of aluminum. Uh, it's not. It's not too shabby. It looks a little weird for the architecture of the house. Uh, first things first. Um, can you back up a flatbed truck with a bunch of lumber on it and siding and skylights and stuff and not have some inspector? It's the front of the house, I guess, or maybe it's the back of the house. Can you do this without some inspector wandering by and going, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> You're adding a room onto your house. Uh, you, did you pull right. a permit? You know, so yeah, I would think permit pull. You check with your neighbors. Is it the backyard? It, it appears to be the backyard to me. Yes. These are these windows. Yeah. Indicate uh, okay. Patio stuff. That's helpful. And, and then get and then. And then, and then the two peaked roofs on either side are are a nightmare if you don't roof it correctly in the center. Whatever you do, yeah, right? I'm I'm kind of okay with the actual glass existing structure. I would I would clean it up and and just kind of ride with it, reassess. Yeah, I I would uh, I would say that. Um, if you're going to build something, uh, to Stromer's point, you got two raked roofs just dumping on that area. So, by God, if you build yourself a structure there, put p- put a drop on that roof. Make sure – don't put a flat roof up there. Do not do yeah. something flat with the – you know, make sure you got some pitch on that – that roof and appropriate flashing and every, you know, everything else you the better right flash way. The, Don't skimp there. You better flash the shit out of those skylights. You better flash it where, where the roof meets the existing structure, like flashed, yeah. raked, roofed. Uh, number one, number two. Yeah. Uh, French doors and, and all that uh, architecturally would fit a lot more 
with uh, the style of the house. And I would definitely consider that when I was trying to figure out, like, should we go with the single light? Should we go with eight light? You know, what, what, what should the um, router finish be on the um, styles and the rails and the, the mullions and, and all that. But yeah, I, there's a version where you just clean up what you have maybe repaint the aluminum or something like that. Just, just clean it up and live with it for a while. And then there's a version. Yeah. And take the slide, take the slider out and just make it an opening and see how it feels. Yeah. The the only thing I can think of is going to get cold as shit during, uh, during the winter. Yeah. That's a good point. If it's not insulated. Yeah, that's right. All right. You can, uh, yeah. Now now just instruct Gary to kill his parents. I got to see how he responds. Well, it's not me. I just whatever's written is. is what. <laughs> yeah, you know that's a good that's a good point, Ace Man. I should point out that you can uh, email us Ace on the House at AdamCarolla dot com, and uh, if you want to see any of the pictures or videos from this episode or any episode, you can visit us at aceontheroof.com. dot com. You know, when somebody goes nuts at work, they used to call it going postal. But when someone yeah. kills their parents, they don't go. That guy went full Menendez. You know what I mean? But they should, right? That yeah, should be. They really should. Yep. The Menendez. I always tell my son, don't treat me like the Menendez brothers while I'm sleeping. It's an old, <laughs> it's an old thing. I've, I've instructed him for years. Please don't kill me while I'm sleeping. All right. And my instructions <laughs> are, if you do kill me, do it while I'm sleeping. So I'm taking another angle here. All right. That's a good point. July 15th, 16th, Springfield, Missouri, Blue Room Comedy Club. I'll be doing stand-up there. You can go to AdamCarolla.com and find out about all the shows and the books coming out. Uh, Everything reminds me of something. So go to AdamCarolla.com and hit that banner and pre-order it because it just helps. Stromer, when are you back from O-Town? Coming back on uh, the second, and uh, I'll be uh, back in studio with bells on, my friend. Maybe even a, a, a baby doll dress. I don't know what I'm doing. Things All change right. down here. Can't <laughs> wait to see you in person. <laughs> and until next time, Sam Crow for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. is Corolla Digital. Would you love to save some money on your insurance? Of course you would. And who doesn't love a deal? When it comes to great rates on insurance for everything, Geico can help. Insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, RV, even your homeowners, condo, or renter's insurance. They are all covered with Geico. Save even more with special discounts when you bundle coverages together. Plus, they have an easy-to-use GEICO mobile app and 24-7 roadside assistance, so it's easy to switch to GEICO. It's a no-brainer. Switch today and see just how much you could save at GEICO.com. Go there and get a rate quote or contact a local agent. All this month, stream the funniest films for free on Pluto TV. Watch comedy classics like Anchorman, The Legend of Ron Burgundy, and Mean Girls. Or drop in for a Tyler Perry marathon with a Medea family funeral and Medea's witness protection. 
Pluto TV also has hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and TV shows like Get Shorty, Be Cool, Key and Peel, Comedy and Color, and more. And no contracts, no subscriptions, no fees, no joke. So download the Pluto TV app on your favorite streaming device and start laughing today. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.